What up, good people? It's Kato Kelly back on a Friday with First the Business Podcast. And today I have my homeboy, hip hop artist, Cool Ray, spelled K U L, meaning keep up lames in the building. And also we got my man, Italy. So, Cool Ray, what's good with you, dog? It's, it's good to see you, man. It's been a Friday, long time, man. Friday, it's payday, so we living it up. You know That's what, what it is, yo. We've been talking about hey, you. We broke by Wednesday, but hey, we're going to live it up in the meantime, <laughs> oh, right? So, if, if I get paid on Friday, I'm broke on Friday. Because, look, all <laughs> look, the bills I don't have come eight through. kids. He said I had eight kids. I don't have eight kids. So, I still got money on Wednesday. I don't know about Thursday. <laughs> I can't make no promises. I see, that's one thing that you're lucky on, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Italy's the same way. You don't have the kids. You got to find love. You got to find love because I would love to have family. I would love to have kids. And I know you would. I'm from a big family. I love family. I love kids. I love all that. And I know you would spoil your kids if you had them. Oh, man. I might would. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. We'll talk about it. Depends on how they behave if they listen. Hey, but it's good to have you on the show tonight, man. And tonight, I want to, you know what I'm saying? I want to let the people know and learn more about Cool Ray tonight. You know what I'm saying? Because. Uh, you've been with me for a long time. You know what I'm saying? Like, you've been coming around. Since you've I was been whack. on the label. <laughs> Dog, when you first got started, I think you was like 16, 17? Like 15, probably. 15, yeah. 15, yeah. And you was coming through and you yeah. was doing your thing. And you, you finally, one day, people started noticing you because people, I'm going to tell you all this right here. This man right here, I would put money up on him. If any artist out there right now want to do a, a real hip-hop freestyle battle. And when I say real hip-hop freestyle battle, I'm talking about it's not written. Nigga, we spitting. You know what I'm saying? I will put my money up for that. Nobody can beat this man. And I'm just going to throw that out there. Even my brother Giz, you know what I'm saying? Giz is nasty, but I don't know if he can run and has the stamina to last as long as this man right here. Yo, this man is a beast. And this man can make songs that are hot. You know what I'm saying? And we're going to play some of them at the end of the show. Or you could check them out on firstofbusiness.com under the artist section, Cool Ray. But, dog, I'm telling you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. It goes a long way, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, to any artist out there, I would start with, when you first start making music, everybody else's opinion, like, everybody else's opinions and views and stuff are going to weigh really heavily. Right on what you think you should do or what the norm is, what the trend is. And I will say, when you begin making music, you've got to break that. Because I've always used this cliche statement, but you can't be a starving artist if you're not starving. Right. You can't be a fighter if you ain't fighting. You know what I'm saying? You can't, like my boy B, that's my brother B, you can't come from the bottom Unless you came from the bottom. Right. And that doesn't just mean Troy. I'm not I'm not sleeping on nobody else. You know, um, a lot of my people's from Cleveland, Youngstown, Kanye, Erie, Pittsburgh. Uh got boys from Charlotte, Greensboro, Durham, Columbia, See, that's what, that's Tennessee, I, Grenada. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I dig it. I dig it. But if you ain't from the bottom, you can't come from the bottom. So to begin with in your music, you've got to break away from that shell of trying to be like everybody else. And then... Just be commercial. But then once you find who you are, that's when things change. Like we were talking about this earlier tonight before we got started was. I will tell every artist out there, you got to remember, you a salesman, you selling yourself, you selling your music, you selling a product. So when you're selling a product, 
who are you selling that product to? I'm, there's nothing wrong with it. If you want to make music for yourself for the rest of your life, just understand Pablo Picasso did die unknown, but there's a hundred thousand other painters out there that nobody ever heard of that right. ain't never bought their painting that did the same thing as Pablo Picasso. If you want to take that gamble, perfectly fine, man. Right. And I respect it. I love it. I respect and, and it. See, but, that's, and that's what I was telling people about you. I tell people all the time about you, like, Cool is cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, he doesn't try to be anybody different. He doesn't try to, because a lot of white rappers that come out, you know what I'm saying, they try to act black or they try to be extra, extremely hard for some reason. But you are you. You know what I'm saying? And there's no changing that. It's just you. The way you are, like right now, the way you are on your songs, the way you are, me and you somewhere on the highway riding, kicking, you're the same hey, every hey, time. I try, I try. And and that's what I like about you, you know what I'm saying? And like, I really, so where are you originally from? Erie, Pennsylvania. I'm from Erie, uh, most people don't know it. Um, it's actually a really big city. It's the third biggest city in Pennsylvania. Um, I would say it's more like Cleveland than it is like Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, it, it's uh, right there in the Midwest in that, that area of Lake Erie. A lot like Cleveland, Conneaut, Buffalo, old, tough steel towns, industrial towns. Um, honestly, when I grew up, they called Erie Brick City. Brick City. Um, Brick City. Um, so I'm not going to get into the weeds on this, but a, a certain group of individuals, uh, some of us called Disciples, was really big in that area. And mm -hmm. then you had some guys at Piru was really big in that area. Um, so how long have you been in North Carolina? I've been in North Carolina for... Um, Going on twenty years now. Well, okay. Well, you remember when I left high yeah. school? I, I I I've lived all over the southeast. So when I turned eighteen, I, I moved out of North Carolina. I've lived in uh, Georgia, Florida, South Carolina, Tennessee, Mississippi, Alabama. So you've been all around I, the southeast, all over the southeast. Yeah. I, I, and uh, love Louisiana. Love well, Miss Mississippi is one of my favorite places in the world. I, I don't know about y'all. Y'all been to Mississippi? I've never been to Mississippi because you know I seen a movie called Mississippi Burning. Me and, oh. me and you wouldn't want to go there. You know oh, what I'm well, if you, if you <laughs> ever been, if you had ever been through northern Mississippi, like I wasn't seeing the women they had out there. Oh, okay. You, now, you, you might have wanted to roll through there. Now, see, I'm when you talk you, about man. women and when you talk about beer, it's a whole different story. <laughs> but we would go into places that we really Dude, shouldn't go into. But some of the, we do some what we of do. The baddest sisters I ever seen was in. Oh yeah, Northern that's, that's Mississippi old, dog. Woo. Yeah, that's Woo. what I'm saying right there, Woo. man. And I'm not just talking about looks. I'm talking about the kind of women they was. You yeah, know? that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, yeah. like right now, you're talking about speaking of women. You know, are you currently in a relationship with anybody? No, I'm I'm single at the moment. I've been grinding. Uh, just got a position in my life. Finally got uh, stabilized. You know, what right. I'm saying been been working two three jobs for the last. For a long time. Four or five years. And we spoke about this in the yeah. last podcast. <laughs> yeah. This nigga worked like four he got five eight years, kids. I've been grinding, man, getting to where I needed to be. Um, Finally got it to where I got one. In the near future, I'm going to have one stable job just doing me. Um, And honestly, I, I, everybody can say whatever they want to say about it. I'll probably get dissed on the track. But I'm probably not dissed, but they'll probably say it privately because um, ain't nobody going to diss me on the track. <laughs> but uh, I will throw this out. I'll probably catch some flack as far as me saying – um. I wanted to be considerate to women. I respect women. I love women. Me and, and Kay you, said, and we're, you've and, always been and like we're going to get to Tupac later. But um, as far as there are multiple types of people out there, and when it comes to women especially, um, any woman that I'm going to lay my head beside or call my woman, I'm going to have a lot of respect for. With the kind of time and effort I was putting into my professional careers, uh, it, it wasn't fair to them or me. It, it, it was something destined to fail. And for me, that wasn't fair to them or me. So I've just had to be 
you know, a real patient dude as far as mm-hmm. uh, putting aside that, you know, because because we was talking about kids earlier. Like, man, honestly, at 30, I said I'd have kids. I, I want to have kids one day. Well, look, that, you, you've always been that way, man. You've always been very considerate. You've always respected women to the highest level. I haven't. Let me think back. Have I ever really heard you call uh, a lady a bitch on one of your songs? I don't think so. Like you've been very respectful towards the women, you know what I'm saying? And I and I and I respect that. Hey, when's my wife gonna get here? And see, now he's talking about my daughter. <laughs> and see, this dude been in love with my daughter for a long time. Hey, she in love with me too. It's look, two way street. Don't let him lie to you. And look, she's on the road right now. She's coming from uh, we love Texas. She's either coming from Texas or South Carolina. Fantastic. She, she is a magnificent woman. She is an example of. Kato did a great job. He raised a beautiful young woman. She yeah, yeah. They, they, they good, but these kids are crazy as hell right now, though. But anyway, <laughs> but like, like I'm saying, though, like, as far as music-wise, though, like, uh, no, what, women, current women, pro- what current projects are you working on right now? I, I got a few. I'm still working on the album. Um, we've been, we've been, um, We've been uh, promoting the Graceful track. Yeah, yeah. So we, we got we got some singles. We got some singles out there that we've been working on, but there's still an album behind the scenes. Um, Who's the who were you speaking about in the Graceful song? Is it like any particular uh, well, person? Graceful. Uh, I'm glad you asked. Graceful was um, a good friend of mine, uh, Laura. I've worked for a family for many years. Great people. Um, and, and her daughter um, had just turned 14. Right. Dealing with that transition between being a girl. To a woman. Uh-huh. And um, she always talks to me about music. She's from a different kind of style of thought than me or you. You know what I'm saying? Doesn't right. really listen to hip hop music, but her daughter does. And, and her daughter, I'm not going to throw any of these guys under the bus, but have been listening to some rap. Um, and I think in a lot of ways we can say like the modern rap is not constructive to the culture that we want to provide for our children right. and the generation coming up, especially for young women. Um and, and, and the young generation. I'm just gonna make say and I'm gonna get right back to the point. But yeah. it's crazy that back in the '90s, Snoop Dogg and all of them were put through congressional hearings and stuff. I think talking about the way they talked about women, like and the way that they talk about women in music these days, it's is worse. just on a level I have never, I have never seen the way that really they, they, they treat women. And, and like even with Tupac and them, there were still empowering songs coming. Brenda's got a baby, you know, a dear mama, you know what I'm saying. Even at their worst, when you talk about gin and juice or gangster party and stuff, they weren't even talking about women on this level. But she was feeling that kind of feeling, and she was like, "I wish somebody or rappers would make a song for my daughter." And um, her name actually happens to be Grace, um, and that was kind of the inspiration around the idea of the song. And I, Kato will tell you, uh, I called him, I set up with you, a uh, great producer, yeah, used to be fantastic with, uh, music guy, used to Grand be Hustle. with Grand Hustle, um, yeah. has done some work with Young Money and some other labels. Uh, absolutely a um, a muse, I would say, honestly, because he, he helped me bring the best out of myself. Um, speaking of muse, Italy is another one, but the idea of Graceful, I wrote that song in two days. Mm-hmm. We practiced it. Honestly, and y'all can hate on me all you want. If I'm doing a studio track, I'm going to practice it. Oh, yeah, like That's to. what you're supposed to do. These football teams, you think like the New England Patriots show up on Sunday and ain't, ain't, ain't practice no plays this week, man? Like, Let's be real. You got to rehearse. We we practiced that. We worked on that. Um, That structure of a song is a classical hip hop song, but it was for a young lady going through that point in her life where she's becoming a woman. And and I was just trying to make a positive message as far as be graceful. Um, And and her name being Grace played into that. But I just, I think a lot of women need to remember that because these decisions you make um, 
for women, it's it's a little bit different. But in brothers, I would say the same thing, young man. You know, um, and when I say brother, I mean young man. You know what I'm right. saying? Because we all brothers. Um, it's the same thing for you as it is for them. Graceful is just about as much for you as it is for them because these decisions you make from the time you're 15 to you're 18, 19, you may not think it. They're impacting your life on a way that you cannot imagine. Right. Um, and and I, I sound really old when I'm saying this, but at that risk, I'll back that up. But that's that, that's the God's honest truth. And, and I just, with Graceful, I wanted to make a song. Um, and what I was hoping was, through that song, hopefully one day it gets bigger than it is. Um, right. And to, it will. To, 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 to tell young women, respect yourself, be graceful, demand that you're treated graceful. And young men... Go after women that are graceful. Go after women that respect themselves and right, that exactly. carry themselves. But see, now you're speaking like a man of, <laughs> of, of high knowledge right now. Uh, like, what's your age right now? Just real quick. Oh, Tell me man. Dirty 30. Okay, you're 30 years old 30 right years now. Old. See, you are young compared to Italy. But... I'm gonna tell you like, oh, listen, like, wow, uh, he's taking shots. He's taking shots. Nah, I'm just saying. Uh, he first, old, he old here. You know what I'm saying? We love it. He was refined. He was refined. But we really respect. Like, like, hey, but I really personally respect the way that you carry yourself and the way that you respect others and and you expect for others to carry on as humans in this world right now. Like I remember back in the days, I would look on social media, and I'm I'm a type of person where I don't really like to speak publicly about. Uh, politics, religion. I usually get at the bar with my homeboys and we sit and we talk yeah. about it, you know what I'm saying? But when you go public and you speaking about these subjects, it can get real, like, yo, I'm real telling touchy. you, real touchy. Yeah, for, quick. And quick, and I, I, right now, what, what would you classify yourself as? As an independent, Democrat, or Republican? Or none of the above? An American. Okay, you're an American. I'm okay. an American. Now, before I've seen I was posts a about Republican. I was a Republican. I, I used that, to be a Republican. Hold on, now, that's what we're gonna go into right there. You know, like I spoke about. Um, Don, hold on, hold on. I spoke about Donald Trump. Uh, last I think it was the last podcast when we had BTR and uh, Witty here. Yeah, no, no, no. And let's hit that one. Too. And um, <laughs> I'll pour yeah, yeah. He no, got he got drink some tequila. Though. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because the last one was... Just, Look, I, he right. said Donald so, Trump, so I just wanted to support Mexico and drink some tequila. Like, okay. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> okay, but see, I know back in the days, people really respected and loved this man's music right here. You know what I'm saying? But then he would go on Facebook and he would make posts and people would get mad about it and make phone calls to me and be like, yo, I can't fuck with him. And excuse my language, y'all, but no. yo, I'm trying to change up the language thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But... It, it was, was like, it was I can't deal stomach. with him. It was hard I, they, to stomach they can't deal with the, his, his point of views of it. But then he all of a sudden made a big change. You know what I'm saying? So what brought about the change in your life from the, the strong well, Republican views that you had to now? This is going to be a, this gonna be a complicated subject, so go mm-hmm. ahead and take a shot. I just want to know what was the what, what made you change the way you thought about Okay. Um, Different situations. I'm gonna start with this. What did you see as a Republican at the Republican meetings? The Republican Party. I, I didn't leave the Republican Party. The Republican Party left me. Yeah. I believed in the concepts of Abraham Lincoln. Okay. So the idea of individual reliance, the idea of self accountability, of uh, 
small government of, I mean, we can do this all night, but I'll just put it this way. Um, the reason my change was so dramatic and so fast is because I hate to get super political, but all you got to do is look at the actions of Donald Trump. Um, if you listen to right-leaning media, Fox News, all those guys, when when Barack Obama was in office, in the middle of a recession, might I add, the worst recession and worst economic situation we have been in, that is indisputable. That is like in a world where facts don't exist. That You're is saying while he was president, Obama he, was president? No, yeah, that's indisputable. When, when Obama took over, the worst economic yeah. situation since the Great Depression was occurring. Nobody right. disputes that. Not Republicans, Democrats. Right. Nobody. That, that is one of the few things in this world with no facts right, right now that we live in that is a fact. He was ostracized and, and attacked consistently for the debt and the deficit. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, you could watch Fox News for 24 hours today. I'll give you a $100 bill if they mention the debt or the deficit. They will never mention the debt or the deficit. When Barack Obama left office, his last... Three years or four years. As a matter of fact, the first two years where budgets are already passed under the Bush administration with the stimulus bill, not even getting those weeds, but last two, three years, he had declined the deficit drastically. Right. Donald Trump took over. The deficit and the debt have been higher than they have ever been every day since he became president of the United States. That's one of the Republican cornerstones. And I'm just saying that to say this, okay. oh. that that's why... I left the party. And it's not just that. It, it's the equality. It's the individual accountability. It's Republicans. Th- there used to be good men that were Republicans out there. I used to watch that were good men that carried themselves as men. Name one. Rick Santorum's one. Breaks okay. my heart to look at him today and what he does. Um, Rudy Giuliani. I used to think that after 9-11, everybody loved Rudy. Now look at him. We, he looks like we didn't he's— didn't love Rudy Giuliani. Uh, Rudy Giuliani, though— Carried himself like a man, like there before but Donald before, Trump. Before nine eleven, though, Rudy Giuliani stopped was, Frisk, was stopped and Frisk in New York, I, and he was very uh, racist towards the, the policing, the, I can, policing, I can, and all that stuff. I like that. Rudy Giuliani is like somebody that I really couldn't respect. Okay, and, fair enough, fair enough. and like. Okay, you said that you did respect him at one time, though, right? After doing the 9-11. 9-11 thing. Okay. Well, I respected the way he carried himself. I respect a lot of people doing the 9-11 situation because of the things that well, they and, did and the things that had to be done, and everybody just stopped worrying about this, the, well, the, let me ask the you small this. things what that was going on about between each the other. the late, great, late, great John McCain? I like John McCain. I, I always like John. McCain. A lot of people forget John McCain when he was running against Barack Obama in two thousand eight. Had a little him. lady, had a little lady walk up to him and call Barack Obama a terrorist right. and a Muslim. And what did he do? No, he was actually in a meeting. Yeah, they was having a and what did he do? Meeting. He shut it down. He shut it down because like he he was a man of honor, really. And uh, I mean, he served his country and he not as just a congressman, but also as a, a military man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He was a prisoner of war, I believe. And, and, and yeah, no, five years. Five in years in Hanoi yeah. Hilton. Yeah, so and he had offers to go home. They see, offered him to go home. And I, and I, I really get upset with Donald Trump when he tried to make fun of him. And here is where they lost me in the speech. And, and, and that's why I brought up him. There, there was the thing that has kept me away from ever gravitating back is the basic principles of the Republican Party that used to exist. Right. That were eroded. That they don't hold the same standard to themselves when they're in power and in charge. 
versus when somebody else is in charge. All these things. Right, when I grew up, I was a young man. I was 18 to 26 at that point. You know yeah. what I'm saying? All these I was told were the fundamental foundation of the Republican Party and what they believed in. And I looked and I was like, all right, that makes sense. The second they got power, everything that they said they stood for went out the window when they were in charge. But what what broke me, that's what keeps me away, is how they let Donald Trump do whatever he wants. Right. But what broke me was when he went after John McCain the way he did and said he right. wasn't a hero because he was captured. And none of the Repub the, the only one, and, and, and this is the crazy thing, there are only two good Republicans in America right now, in my opinion, and that's John McCain and Mitt Romney. The two dudes who ran against Barack Obama are the two most honorable Republicans on the face of this planet. Right. Because the only Republican that has any courage to stand up Donald Trump right now is Mitt Romney. Yeah, I, and I before him, the only one was John McCain. And it's crazy to think about that, that the two dudes before him that ran president are the only dudes... They, now look, though, they should look. have they should have animosity towards Obama. You get what I'm saying? Exactly, they but have. they don't though because they're men. Like of honor. I said, they're men of honor. Yep. But my question to you is this right here though. Like this is something that I always wondered. Like I know I'm a Mason. You know what I'm saying? We are. I'm a Prince Hall Mason. Okay. And we have our meetings. And in our meetings, I'm gonna go ahead and say we don't talk about politics and stuff. You yeah. Know what I'm saying. But we do handle business in the community and we figure out how to hit our community and our people in the community. But what I want to know is what actually goes on in a Republican meeting? Like, say you got a, a Republican uh, building set up for okay, okay. Albemarle, Montgomery so for, County. So for the county level? Generally, what you're going to experience now, is... Now, I don't want you to get in no trouble for this. No, no, now, no. I but want you to get your head what you're going to experience is um, a very focused meeting to a focused endeavor. Um, and by that, I don't mean to be too complex when I say it, but basically is you're going to have in any county Republican party, it even probably Democratic Party, I haven't been to many of those, is there is a certain group of people that are in power. So um, I will say this because they're not in power anymore. The, the Burrs in Stanley County used to be extremely powerful. Um, Philip Burr ran the Stanley County Republican Party. Yeah. Um, Justin Burr was the state representative. Right. He was good friends with Tom Tillis, who's now a U.S. senator, who was speaker of the North Carolina House. No longer is. Once Tom Tillis left, he lost all his power and became essentially irrelevant. He was he was a kid in the corner stomping his feet. Hey, Justin. Hope you're doing well. Um, but uh, generally, that's the way it works. It's, very, it's a very selfish thing, and, and I don't know how it works on the Democratic side, but I think on the local side, there's generally – a small lobby. So in, um, in Stanley, Montgomery County, Union County, you have uh, an immense amount of prisons. That's a whole another bag of tricks to open up that big one. But immense amount of pr prisons and over-policing in very small communities. Right. So the law enforcement um, and the bail bonds, the bail bonds lobby are huge in Stanley and Montgomery County. And, and uh, the burrs just happen own a um, bail bonds company in right, Stanley, bonds. Montgomery, and uh, right. Union County. But look, um, so quick, they, were, they were very influential in that. But the point I'm getting at is those party meetings revolved around a special interest group, the bail bonds group, the law enforcement group, which controlled a politician who had built a structure around that. Um, if you were in Chicago, it would be different. If you were in New York, it would be different. If you're in an oil town, it would be different. Um 
honestly, if you want to see how nasty politics is, I would tell anybody become involved in your local party, whether Republican or Democrat, mm -hmm. start going to those meetings and you'll see just how nasty politics. That's why I'm not involved and see, that's, in politics. And, that, and that's what I, and you don't have to answer this. You don't have to go into detail with this. Uh, but I've heard that it was some scary things that was going on far as like racist type things going on in the meetings or said um, in the meetings. But you don't have to go in detail. Yeah, Just say I, yes um, or no. I've heard, and we'll I, let it go. I've heard comments um, that I was deeply and sincerely disturbed by um, and sentiments that were shared. Um, generally, it wasn't overtly, you know, it wasn't like there were racial jokes I ever heard, mm. but, um, definitely sentiments okay. that, that definitely wouldn't, would lead one to believe that a person's way of thinking was of that on that line. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. I, I would totally, That's all you gotta say. I would totally say yes. Um, now with the Republican party, I will say this and just, and we'll get our politics out of this one. Yeah. Um, but I've always said this as far as Republican goes. There's a young group of Republicans in this world, and libertarians especially. Um, and I just use this as an example. We want to go to Mars. We want to reach the horizons. We want the party of Lincoln. Mm -hmm. There's another group of Republicans out there that are clinging to um, what happened in the 60s and 70s and the Dixiecrats when that big political shift happened. Oh, yeah. And guys that happened to be Democrats turned into Republicans just because they were mad at the Democrats because LBJ happened to set black delegates at the, um, uh, excuse me, the party convention that mm -hmm. year. Um, there's a party of the Republic. There's a section of the party, the Republican party that's getting old and will soon, um, go on to bigger and better things. Um, right otherworldly things yeah. that that wants to go back to Mayberry. This that, was very, idea. that was very political how you just stated it. Yeah, but but they want to go back to Mayberry. Yeah. And by Mayberry, I mean Mount yeah. Airy. And if you've ever been to Mount Airy, I'm just going to throw out that there, there's a lot of uh, diversity. Mount Airy, North Carolina. There's a lot of diversity in Mount Airy. Uh, what you see on Andy Griffith's show is not even close to an accurate description of Mayberry right. or what Mayberry ever was. But they want to go back to Mayberry uh, and there is a group in that Republican Party and that Libertarian Party, good friends of mine, many of them that want to go to Mars. Yeah. Um, so obviously they want to go to Mars. They want to go to Mayberry. I, I got tired of it. I had to get out of that mix because I was tired of that fighting. That sounds really weird, though. You know what I'm saying? Mars and Mayberry. That shit is crazy. You get you got but, a group you know, that wants to change the world and, and that's looking literally to the stars. Like I'm yeah. telling you, these kids are looking to the stars. They're wondering why we ain't putting more money in NASA Meanwhile, we're dumping billions into prisons. Right. Uh, like, it's, it's that's profit. literally a crazy um, concept, but that's the conundrum the Republican Party's in right now. And I think they face that moving forward into the future as far as they're not going to have voters in 15 years. Yeah, Nobody's going to support their ideals and their views. You're going you're, you're gonna to have a dead party if you guys don't wake up really, really fast and in a hurry. Um, right. The kind of stuff Donald Trump and then... It, that's the other thing that scares me is how many so how many of these people and so many of these people just jumped on that train mm -hmm. for the, the I thought there would be way more pushback, way more disagreement. No, I, I didn't the, think that because like I'm gonna explain to you. He's the voice for the heartless. He's a voice for the fearless, for the, the fearful people that scared to speak their own mind. So he came into the picture and he's the voice for. It. But, you know, that's what it is. That's how it is. And it's, it's been like that. Our, my grandparents and stuff grew up with it. 
And now we're going through it again. But it's, you know what I'm saying, that's politics. We're going to get off that politics stuff. You know what I'm saying? But, because I know me and you could talk about that all, all day long. All day, all day. But, yeah, but we're going we're gonna to change up subjects on that one, though, because this man wanted to be the president one day. And he may be the president one day. Our FTB records. Yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> you never know. We never know. The way, uh-huh. hey, look, the way things going now, you hey. never know what hey. can happen hey, in amen. this world amen. right here. Amen. So, but, you know, like... You you mentioned two parts. Ain't no laws when you're on the claw. We just gonna throw that in there. <laughs> they <laughs> better pay us too. Yeah, right. But look, you was talking about Tupac earlier, man, and um, that got me to thinking about how uh, like how influential how influential uh, Tupac was, and how he's deceased and he's still oh man relevant oh man in the music industry right oh, now. Like yo, that's powerful. Oh, now I'm gonna explain somebody else to you. That's that's relevant like that in in the different genre of music. Okay. okay. Prince. Oh, for sure. And see, like the reason why I put those two together is because Tupac and Prince both are deceased right now, but they both are releasing albums. You understand what I'm saying? It's making more money than a lot of these cats are right now. Exactly. And like, so that right there shows like they actually changed the industry, the genre of music in the industry. Oh, they changed the world. Because of the work ethics they had and the the vision and the dreams that they had. And they fought real hard to get that, you know? I, look, I'm, I'm going to go this far and I may catch flack for this one day. Um, if I ever do run for president. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can say one, but the culminated efforts of Tupac Shakur, Biggie Smalls, and Nas equal the the level of a prophet. Um, Jay-Z as well. Jay-Z. We can throw him in there. Yeah. Uh, probably as kind of like the, the backup that came in later on after they, no, they, they set the foundation. Did. No, he, he did great, but I'm saying... But go ahead and for say what, what you're saying. We'll talk about that later. The, Jay-Z, I love Jay-Z. Um, I'm just waiting on outside of New York, the profound music. Because with Jay-Z, I mean, with Nas and Biggie and Pac, yes, um, they did make some songs that maybe um, were demonstrative toward women. That that weren't the most respectful things. Sort of I mean, honestly, yeah, with they Tupac... I get around is probably the worst one you could throw out there, which really that was in his a, beginning and, of his and, career. And even in the modern era, it, it, it's not even close. I've heard women these days making songs that are more derogatory towards women than oh, yeah. that. Um, honestly, um, Biggie, what you got? Juicy, maybe is that what we're gonna I throw mean, out like, there? Nas really's never been into that talking about about women, but the prophetic nature. I mean, when you talk about one mic, when you talk about Brenda's got a baby. When you talk about Dear Mom, I mean, these are songs but that, see, that were... See, see, now, see, you're leaving Jay-Z out, though, because, like, Jay-Z got... Let me and talk about this one day on the podcast uh, with Slick. Slick was here. Okay. And, you know, me and Slick, we're, we're Biggie fans. I'm a huge Jay-Z fan. You're not a big fan of Tupac. Never been. No, I'm not a big fan. I did used to be a big fan of Tupac when he made Brenda's Got a Baby. <laughs> but I changed up after he made the movie... Uh, what was it? Juice. Juice. And after the movie Juice, I felt like he turned into the real character of Bishop, which I felt like he shouldn't have done. But he did it. And and he once said in the interview that good media is good for it. Promotion. Good media or bad media. You know what I'm saying? So he went out there, he did it all. But he also spoke truth 
He spoke words that touch people and they are still touching people. Oh yeah. And and that's what I like about him. You know, he influences a lot of people, whether it's good or bad, because he's the only artist I know that well, can jump back from gangster rap well, to going to thing, here was the thing I was saying uh, about what I say, Biggie, Nas, and Pop. And, and it's no disrespect, Jay Z. Jay Z grew up in that second generation of rap underneath. Uh, even though he was kind of in the mix, but he actually was kinda, Nas grew up under the second generation. But he was one of those youngins, and, and but to this day, there are bars that guys spit and they really don't even know it that were Nas, Tupac, and Biggie oh, yeah. bars. Literally, th- there are foundations in rap that people don't even understand that so many rappers have recycled those bars and used those rhyme schemes. Um, and, and my only issue with Hove would be nothing but love for Hove. Amazing businessman, amazing. Um, oh, you gotta look at the artist. lyrics, man. You gotta look and, at his lyrics, lyrics, man. But to a degree, he did. There were times he took a lot from Biggie. Um, I mean, they was homeboys. Yeah, and I get it, but I get it, but and um, it was out of respect. He was just showing yeah, respect I get it. to I him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm just bigging my man. I, I remember the song. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, but um, I was always a big Nas fan, so Ether will always be one of my top five. Ether's oh, yeah. always Ether, in my top Ether's five. a nice song. Ether's like probably that. one of the best rap songs I ever wrote. Um, as far as a diss track, I disagree with as that. a diss track goes, <laughs> diss track goes, you probably be hard pressed to find a more comprehensive, effective diss track that literally took a a beef that was going to turn into something for months or years and ended. That's it, Tupac's uh, song. Ether? No. Tupac is the song that he made the 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 beef song that actually changed. No, hit everybody him up. hit him up, changed first everything. Song, yeah, now, yeah, hit, hit him up. Yeah. But I'm telling you, Ether was the first time, and maybe the only time I've ever seen Drake's the only one that's ever kind of did. But the rapper he was dealing with wasn't even on the par of. Yeah, what we don't put on. Drake in this. Yeah, but Ether literally, Nas heard. Jay-Z and Rockefeller was coming after him. He drops a track and everything dies before it even started. Like he literally but killed let, a let beef me speak before on that. a beef Let me speak started. on that right there though. Let me speak on that. He's so now Nas was invited. Nas was invited to battle Jay-Z face to face on pay-per-view. Million dollars to the winner. Who, who won the money would have to donate it to charity, of course. Jay-Z invited him to this battle. He turned it down because he cannot deal with Jay-Z on that level. He has to go write his, and I know this, he has to go write his music down, think about it, critique it, and get it together. He can't deal with Jay-Z. Now, this is another topic right here. This is a Nas versus Jay-Z, which Nas can't deal with Jay-Z, dog. Oh, man, you don't want to stop. We're in Montgomery him, County. This is sacrilege. No, he stop. can't. No, you can't deal with Jay Z, though. Oh man, for real. And and Nas, you yeah, because Nas, Nas used to live around here. He used to do his thing around Jay-Z here. Jay Z gonna spit everybody else's bars. No, that's a lie. Oh, that's a lie right there. Now, yo, you disrespecting now. Can we play no, Swagjacker? You, you disrespecting now. Can we play now. Swagjacker at the end of the video? Let me tell you. Let me explain something to you, though. He Jay Z can. Jay Z ain't oh steal anything. God, what is steal? He dude. He has stole. Snoop Dogg bars, he has stole Tupac Biggie bars, did too. Biggie Small bars, he has stole Nas bars, he has stole Mob Deep no, bars. He took, he took, this is when he was beefing with Nas. He took Nas' little line, verse, and made it into a song. Dude, he doesn't spit as much Biggie as Biggie. Okay, like, and, and then, like, Biggie was, Biggie was his homeboy, though. He doesn't spit as much Biggie as Biggie. Biggie didn't... Did Biggie, Biggie was his homeboy. Is, is there a contract somewhere? Biggie no, Biggie said, was his homeboy, though. Rhyme. 
Oh. Biggie was his homeboy. Like, say, if you passed away right now, I would spit your no, shit. No, play my tracks. Even Giz Play tracks. my tracks. I would spit his shit. Play my tracks. Don't, not, don't not, re- I'm not going to take He my... didn't take your whole thing. Wait, he just said a word or two. Wait, you know what I'm come saying? Come on, man. No, there, there, yeah. was, there was whole hooks. Mm-mm. There was whole hooks that Biggie mm-hmm. stole. I mean, that Jay-Z stole from Biggie. He didn't steal them. He just used them. He just used them. Biggie himself said that Jay-Z is the only artist that he really can't deal with like that when they together writing songs for, writing in the studio for a song. He was like, yo, I got to come to get my shit together because I sit there and write, and yeah. this all is right. his words. All right, as a white rapper, I'm going to take my chance here then. What you mean? Who is the only man to ever roast Jay-Z on his own track to a degree to where Eminem. nobody had any doubt Eminem. about him. The greatest writer Eminem rapper is one of the, the greatest rappers the it is. He's one of the best rappers. He may be the best. I, I think I heard a story Kendrick Lamar told said, um, I think it was Kendrick. Kendrick said uh, he came, finally got his chance to record with uh, Eminem and um, listen to the beat. They like it. They're vibing. Eminem kicks everybody out the room. Kendrick and M. They both got two pieces of paper and two right. pens. Kendrick said, I knew what was happening. He was testing me. Oh, yeah. He wanted to make sure. Eminem's a beast. I was writing. What he, Kendrick said, I knew he what was going on. He wanted to make sure I was writing my rhymes, that I didn't have a team of dudes helping right. me out doing this. Like, And I respect I, I would say Eminem as far as, um, and, and, and as a white rapper, uh, first podcast I've done with you, I want to throw that up. Never, there will never, ever, 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 because because in the late nineties, the kind of respect that rappers got was Vanilla Ice. It was, and that's mm-hmm. even Vanilla Ice was a trendsetter as far as pop yeah, rap. He was a trendsetter, but to make the kind of rap, and it doesn't even exist anymore. Um, the kind of rap we're talking about, not on a on a major level. Um, rap that is respected by rappers and, and serious people like me and you talking right, right now. Um, Eminem is the only. I mean, he he broke down that barrier to a degree that he broke all kind of barriers, you can't though. even. It's hard to encapsulate. Like white rappers were literally a joke. They were a joke. You were a gimmick. You might make one or two songs that were real funny and cute. They're poppy. Okay, um, well, who do you think right now in this day and time could be the next Eminem or the next Biggie, or Tupac, or Jay Z? Right um, now, besides Kendrick Lamar. Take that out. I, you know, J. Cole. I got a lot of love for J. Cole. I think J. Cole puts a tremendous amount of work into every song he makes. He I does. think he he um puts amount of effort into his rap um that outside of Kendrick, um I'm gonna throw uh as far as another rapper, Macklemore. I think Macklemore um doesn't get the credit that he deserves right now. Um, I haven't listened to Mac Lamore. Some of his stuff's just been so profound. Mm-hmm. Um, the song Kevin about his friend who died from an opioid overdose. Um, the, the the song he made to um, commemorate his great grandmother, Glorious, turned it into a, a top ten. I'm, I'm hit. gonna check those up. Yeah, like Mac Lamore um, makes profound music. Um, what about um, outside? What, of, what, what do you think about the baby right now? Uh, the baby, the baby's good. I, you know, honestly, um, I'm going to be 110% real. 10 years ago, he had a hard time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think right now he's one of the few dudes that's actually trying to make some, some solid right. music. Um, cause I think he got more in no, than we, what he's giving to we the people. Were, right yeah, now. We were talking about this earlier. Um, th- this, um, 
hustler versus customer. And, and, and I know that sounds dirty when you say it on the surface, but there you when you say hustler, I don't mean drug dealer. I mean a guy out there getting it. Customers are kind of do getting sold and being controlled, and that's a follower. Um, when you listen to a lot of these rappers, people want to listen to these days, they're customers. Okay. Um, and, and I'm not afraid to say that. Um, that's kind of what um indictment's been about. It's an indictment of the situation in the rap game, the mixtape I've been working on for far too long, but it's gonna be done soon. Um, is this yeah, idea of let's follow the trend let's you know follow somebody else and like they're talking about like using drugs and doing things like that and, and um i don't think glorification of drugs should be a big part of music um it's not something i make a big deal of it and and i respect the baby he doesn't do that a lot either um okay, but, not, not a huge deal but i think he's a he's a grinder he's a hustler like when you listen to him he's a leader like when you hear the kind of music he's making he's not the kind of dude out here just riding a trend like he's actually different than all these rappers. And then a big thing I got to give him is I respect when he did that cypher. Right, um, yeah, he killed the cypher. Oh, man, he all them other dudes weren't even on his par. He, they, he, him and the girl, I can't remember yeah, the girl's yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, and that's bad because the girl wasn't, no offense to her, she wasn't even really that great. But she killed um, better than it, the other guys. Him and her were crazy. And then, like, when I think about it, no offense to the baby, 10 years ago, they wouldn't even have been in the class. That's no disrespect to them. 10 years ago when Jeezy was on there. It was a different game back then. It meant, man, just the way that people spit bars was on a whole different level. But the only one, in my opinion, I'm proud of the North Carolina. Actually, the two North Carolina. The only dude I think J. can compete with Pac is J. Cole. And the only young gun out there really putting it down is the baby. Is the baby. Now, um, listen, let me ask you this. And let me put you on the spot. Put you on the spot real quick. We're going to talk about Independent artists, okay, locally, okay, in North Carolina. All right, yeah. And you just throw out one word to describe them when I call them out, okay? BTR. One word. Fantastic. Uh, BA for Moco. Driven. Uh, let me see who else. Witty. Creative. Juice nine down. Talented, talented, talented. Let me think. Who's some more? Who's some North Carolina artists you know Italy out right now that's trying to get it? Call them out. I can't think of any right now. But what about uh? Well, we can talk about uh. What was the baby's boy? Um, his, his homeboy. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm kind of stunner for Vega. I'm about stunner for Vega. I'm, I'm, I'm um, iffy with him. Swaggy, I would say swaggy be my word. A lot yeah, of swag. He definitely swag. A lot of swag. Yeah. Got, got a lot of swag, a lot of confidence. And where is he coming out of? Um, what part of North Carolina? I'm not is sure where he's for. I don't know, it's Mooresville. I know he's a North think. Carolina boy. I don't, yeah, I'm not sure North where Carolina. he's from. It's in the small town. I think um, it's Mooresville. But we still got North Carolina rappers. Uh, we got Spider God of Nazi. Um, oh, put me up on him. Worker. Worker. Um, we just what, call what him about Lil, What about he's, Lil Bree? Oh, man, Lil Bree. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna, can I do two words? Yeah. Bad bitch. <laughs> Excuse my language. That's a, that's a bad bitch. Yeah. No, not for real. Because um, what, 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 what a lot of from, these yeah. girls are trying to personify as a young lady, I can tell you that that is Brie. Um, and and uh, crazy thing here at my, my day job, um, met her. Uh, her and her, her group of people um, that she was with and her, her party she was with was kind of feeling uncomfortable. I made sure to go out my way, make sure they felt comfortable. Um, it didn't take her 30 seconds. She was like, you cool, boy. You yeah. kill it. And I was like, yo, we're going to do a track. I was like, you kill it too, baby. And she was like, I know. Um, 
Long story short, the group she was with was getting a little too litty, having a little bit too much fun. Um, respect her um dignity and her uh, her intelligence to be like, you know, that's not the situation I want to be in. Yeah, got up out of there. Yeah. Um, see, I like I, I like little smart, green. smart young lady, very smart young lady, and beautiful, and, and beautiful, beautiful. Oh man, exceptionally beautiful. But she she is a she is a bad bitch in the best sense of the word. But I mean, that's she's a boss. She, yeah. she um and see, that's what I wanted to talk about her too. Like I, I feel like Lil Bree, she sings better than she raps, but she can rap her ass off. Oh yeah, and I would like to see her oh, yeah. take another direction mm-hmm. in her career instead of the way that she's going because like I feel like she's playing into what's going on right now in society. When she should be a trendsetter and create something different, hey, like a Lauren Hill. I feel, I feel, because that, that's how I look at her. That's why I fell in love with her because she reminded me of Lauren Hill, and she reminded me of Roxanne Shante. And I know y'all too young, y'all probably. I don't know, know Roxanne Shante. Y'all know Roxanne Shante. I was just born yesterday. I know, man. He <laughs> older than I am. We just talking about he's thirty-five. Yeah, he's he, he, thirty-five. He's forty-three. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, it's a lot of talented artists coming out of North Carolina, man. And. Yeah, shout out to all everybody out there in North Carolina trying to get it, man. Well, and it's not Come together, just... man. Like unite. Get with some people. Network. Make say, your make your circle that. bigger. Bro, that that beef shit is such It's crazy. Look, man, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna sound cocky when I say this. I done been dealing with beef shit my entire career. I came up, um, had no choice but beef. Um, Kato will tell you that. Like I grew up battling cats in, in, at the quad, which is like the the park area at the high school I went to. Um and I was blessed, honestly. Um, some of my boys, man, keep your head up, Chuck. Keep your head up. Yeah, Chuck DH, money. I forgot to yell out. Keep Chuck your head money. up, yeah, DH. DH. Um, these are dudes I cut my teeth with. This is back in the days when I was first coming up. Uh, me, DH, Chuck. Oh, uh, Lacey Legrand, shooter, great producer, makes some mm-hmm. wonderful beats out there. Um, Trig used to do rap. Um, Trey, Trey kind of not as much into it anymore like he right. used to. You got Red. Um. A lot of these dudes, man, I grew up battling. Like, that's what we did. Like, at that time, you got to think this was like Cassidy was hot. Like, oh, you yeah. know, um, it was like, um, I put 10 in your AV and pretend you paved me. Stuff your body in a dumpster like Brenda's baby. Like, right. this was back in the heyday of battle rap when um, that's how I cut my teeth. But I'm going to tell you what, man, that stuff is so anti-productive. It is so counterproductive. Excuse me. Right. Um, Slows things down. Like, if we work together. Um, if we build each other up, uh, and, and um, on that subject, I'm gonna throw my boy a BTR out there. I'm gonna tell you what, out of any artist I have never met, I'm more humble, I'm more selfless artist than probably BTR. Right. Um, that 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 young man, um, and I'm proud to call him my protege. Hopefully, he doesn't take anything from that. Um, I know he's had a lot of love and respect for me as an he artist is. for a long time. He's learned uh, a lot from I you. think he looks at me like a mentor, and I look at him like a protege and a brother now, an equal. But just to put the ego aside, and that was something I had a lot of problems with at his age and younger yeah. was dealing with that, man. And he is just, the dude has so much passion, and, and he has it figured out to where if we don't waste time on arguing with each other and fighting mm-hmm. each other and beefing with each other. And yeah, man, you could go, we could go a lot further. And that's why I always try to explain to people, like, stop together. the beef shit. Yo, it's no reason to be beefing about things because no, you got the same thing that we got. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So let's come together and try to get something bigger hey, as a unit, hey. you know? And I, and I stress that all the time on the podcast, but, and we're going to definitely do that because I'm going to reach out to more artists from North Carolina in different genres and everything. But we're definitely going to bring new artists on here. We're going to showcase them. And 
We're gonna we're gonna let the world see. North oh man, Carolina. we forgot my Lloyd. My Lloyd's in North Carolina. Oh yeah, my Lloyd. They're trapped. My Lloyd, very talented young man. Yeah, very, very. He very, has a huge following he, in Florida and Atlanta and North Carolina. Huge. So. I mean, amazingly talented young man. I wish yeah. him nothing but the my, best. My Lloyd, forty seven. Yeah, on YouTube. My Lloyd, forty seven on YouTube. Yeah. Great, great kid. Um. Young too. He's like nineteen, I think, something like that. Might not even be that old. I don't even think, I think he's that he's old. Eighteen. He might yeah. be eighteen. Yeah. Extremely talented uh, kid. Works really hard. Great manager. Um, have no doubt he's going to do amazing things. In his and, and while we talk about independent artists or artists trying to make it out in North Carolina, I'm going to say R.I.P. to uh, Kiki. You know, he was out here trying to get his thing going on too before his life was taken and. While we sent RIP, let's say RIP to we lost four lives in one day in Montgomery County this week. And we want to say RIP to them. And, you know, our condolences go to the family. And I knew all of those guys, man. And it really touched me to see or to hear the bad news, man. When I heard it, I was just praying and and sending out all types of positive energy that what I heard was not true, but it was true. And and it's a coincidence that two of these guys that passed away were friends with each other, but they didn't pass away with each other. Mm-mm. They was in different uh, towns, and they both died on the same day. Man, it, it goes to something else. Um, big shout to my generation in Montgomery County. Man, the, the amount of loss in yeah. the last year and a half it's crazy. that this young generation, I would say between like 22 and 32 has dealt with in yes, the last man, two years. It, it has been devastating. I mean, we're, I mean, we're talking about, I'm not even getting the details of how, but I mean, dozens upon dozens of people that were far too young to die that are right. and twin, man. Yeah, twin, I'm going to tell that, you what, that really I can't, touched me with I'm going to talk man. on E-Man and twin because those, E-Man, yeah, E-Man too, and twin man. were two that I knew. I, I didn't know the other two cats very well. Um, nothing but condolences, respect Jose to the family. Um, so much respect to Pee Wee and Jose's family. Yeah. Um, I imagine they were beautiful young men. I, I wish I'd known them better, but I did know E Man and Twin. Yeah. And I will say on those two cats, I have known very few people in my life that did everything in their power to make other people happy yeah. all the time. Especially E-Man. Even at their own expense, man. Like, Twin and E-Man, man. If they had to pick on themselves to ha- make you have a good day. Like, yeah. always smiling, always joking. And Twin dude, made them nice beats, too. Yeah, and there's no matter what. Yeah, Twin was a heck yeah. of a producer. And I got, and, and, and I got a lot of big shots Big Lace of the Grand, that was, him yeah. and Twin was real tight uh, as far as making that music stuff. Um Man, just those two guys, I knew them personally, were the kind of dudes lit up a room. Lit, right. I mean, and when I mean, I'm not saying that just because of the situation. I'm saying those guys lit up a room in a way that's hard to explain. Um, And, and j- just to the Bradley family, uh, I know the whole Bradley family just. Because twin. I, I, can't, I can't never, yeah, twin I can't brother, never yeah. encapsulate the kind of pain that y'all are feeling or, or take it away. But all I can say is I hope, you know, um, as far as those four young gentlemen goes, there's going to be a lot less smiles in Montgomery County for years to come more years than we can count because those guys ain't here. Those, those, right. those, those guys were the kind of men that make you smile and, and just reflecting on it, not taking anything from anybody else's Mookie. That was another one. Oh, man. Yeah, Mookie. It, uh, just his the anniversary, Mookie, his man, death passed away not too long ago, man. Yeah. Um, 
Well, look, uh, listen, RIP uh, to everybody. Another man, guy, though, though just another guy, man. Why does it seem like that happens sometimes? These these people that go out of their way to make everybody happy. I know, man. Um, but that's how it is, man. You know what I'm saying? We just got to live with life and deal with it and accordingly the way it comes to you. So RIP and respect to the family and condolences to the family. Yeah. But we're going to close it out. Um, any last words you want to give to the people real quick? Like anything? Look, like, man, how this, can, first of all, how can they get in touch with you on social media? Uh, you got a uh, on social media. Cool to great K U L space T H E space R A Y on YouTube. Um, you got the Cool Ray Music fan page on Facebook. Um, I try to keep low key, man. Ain't trying to and get I'll, too crazy. You got uh theindustry.com. No, you got also on the on the first business.com website. Yeah. You have. Cool Ray under the artist. Oh yeah, and I got my original mixtape from Ed Forever ago. Yeah, everything you've ever um, done is on there. And then uh, I think Misfit Nation, um, BTR has put some stuff out of okay. mine. Um, so th- th- there's a few avenues out there. I would say the YouTube channel is the big one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, I just want to tell everybody we appreciate y'all, man. And I will say support your local artists. Um, yeah. Me coming up as a young guy, a lot of people tend to. Um, I've heard these jokes, the hometown rapper. Um, look, man, a lot of these hometown rappers are better than the dudes you're playing right around in your car right, and you your just truck. Need to support them. Like, like, show some love. Just and cut the bias off. Just because somebody else or some famous person didn't tell you to listen to somebody doesn't mean they're not good. Um, they're they're in this area especially. There's so much talent. Um, people take it for granted. Uh, we talked earlier about how many states I've lived in and everywhere I've lived, man. I'm telling you what, per capita, I have never met more talented artists than here in this part of North Carolina. I mean, it's insane. There there are guys like um, John Dennis, JD, mm-hmm. uh, can sing his backside off. Yeah. He's more worried about being dad, taking care of his kids, stepped away from the music. Um, Giz. Probably the best rapper I've ever known in my life. Oh, Academics, yeah, another one. Um, uh, Peter too. You got Rat. I mean, uh, King Ratliff. Um, you've got Shred. Shred it's time. amazing that these guys haven't got their break. Um, right. I, I mean, I've met so much talent that's far and beyond what you hear on a daily basis. Just show some love to these guys. Um, maybe it's uh, you know I'm not giving up, but maybe it's too late for me. Uh, maybe it's too late for some of us other guys to get that chance. But I'm telling you what, there's young guns out here that are grinding, that want to do it, and I'm telling you, they got what it takes. Show them some love. Um, but look, dog, I'm going to tell you this. It's never too late. You're still cool, the great. It's first business, so you're never too late. And I'm not 35 like Italy. And you're not 35 or 43 40, like Italy. Or 70 like Italy. You still got it popping, dog. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and we going to get this thing popping, yo. I, I want to thank everybody for tuning in, though. And I do want to stress to everybody, yo, please like, share, and subscribe to First the Business Podcast on YouTube. It's actually on every social media platform. Is is What is it? Uh, first the Biz. F-I-R-S-T-T-H-E-B-I-Z. First the Biz on every social media platform. So follow us on there. Share it with your friends. Talk about it. Give us more suggestions. Comment on the videos. We love you. It's First the Business. First hey, the though. Business. Cool. Let's get it. Peace. <laughs> For the business. I want a bag, bitch. You yeah. already. Can't clock out, I ain't stopping, I'm grinding every day. 
Ops try to block me, they best get out my way Yeah, I got a monopoly, but this is not a game Don't study archaeology, but I'll leave you in great You think I know psychology, cause my flow is insane I'm from a different quality, the cloth is not the same I'm done with all the modesty, just put them all to shame And don't call me a prodigy, I'm already the main I hit ducking D's, got them thinking I was camera shot Where they tryna chop me like I'm lithium or alkaline If they do, I'll be cool cause your bitch can be my alibi Said I blast when she hit me with the proposition Trying to comprehend how you conclude we competition Tricky in the falling off, yeah I'm condescending Stop pretending cause your fairy tales are never ending I'm recommending that you cease with all the fraudulence Looking down at them as I'm flowing, call it tolerance They moan and groan about the free pass, that's a compliment Swear I'm about to sun all these rappers, screw the politics King Clock God, I ain't stopping, I'm grinding every day Ops try to block me, they best get out my way Yeah, I got a monopoly, but this is not a game Don't study archaeology, but I'll be getting great You think I know psychology, cause my flow is insane I'm from a different quality, the cloth is not the same I'm done with all the modesty, just put them all to shame And don't call me a prodigy, I'm already the main Time that I go We ain't taking pictures But they bout to get exposed Nah, I ain't no model But I do mean to impose Trying to encapsulate Your casket could get closed Think I was a basket case The way these words get wove You ain't never had a case You got caught and you spoke Why you blowing smoke You ain't stunting That's a ball cap Moving forward, homie You should probably fall back With these verses I'm sub-zero Mortal Kombat Still turning up the heat The track is a thermostat Flip, flip, flip the script Like an actor slash acrobat Fans fiending for what I'm making, call that a habitat I got I ain't stopping, I'm grinding every day Ops try to block me, they best get out my way Yeah, I got a monopoly, but this is not a game Don't study archaeology, but I'll be getting great You think I know psychology, cause my flow is insane I'm from a different quality, the cloth is not the same I'm done with all the modesty, just put them all to shame 